0: I would say to anyone who's listening this, don't leave your fate in the hands of your parents or your college or your company. You know, take charge of your life, become better every day in the direction you want to go go in. Uh, You know, you only have one life to live. So, you know, make it count.
1: Welcome to episode 5 of the Learn and Unlearn podcast. Today, I'm talking to Harpreet Singh Grover. Harpreet is a co-founder and ex-CEO of CoCubes, an online assessment platform. He is a co-author of the book, Let's Build a Company. He is also an entrepreneur and an angel investor. Apart from work, he is a mountaineer and ultra-runner. He is passionate about careers and parenting. Let's get started. Welcome Harpreet. It's a pleasure to have you here.
0: Thanks, Shadam. Thanks Good to be here on the podcast. Thank you for taking your time and I'm very happy to you.
1: Thank you and wish you the same as well. To start with, can you please give us an overview of uh, CoCubes?
0: Uh, yeah, CoCubes is a company I started about a couple of years after college. You know, uh, The name CoCubes came from the first two letters of three words, connecting colleges and companies. Co Cross Co Cross Co was you know uh, Co Cubes. Uh, Vigor and I started it. We were roommates in college. We want to do something together. So college ke baad uh, uh, you know we went our separate ways and then came together to start this. Uh, the goal of the company was you know most of the colleges in India are in tier two cities, tier three cities, while the companies are in tier one. So can we build a platform to connect both of them? And that is how Co Cubes came into being. Uh, you know, we ran this for 10 years. Actually, after five years, we realized that connecting colleges and companies isn't enough. Because even if we connect, then also companies are finding it difficult to hire because uh, lack because of lack of employability. Basically, you know, we transitioned into becoming an assessment company, an online assessment company. Um, and we ran that for another five years. And then finally, it was bought by uh, Aon Hewitt in 2016.
1: Mm-hmm. as part of the assessments uh, uh, platform or the online assessments uh, you or your team would have interacted with a lot of students colleges as well as corporates uh, did you notice any common areas of improvement or any patterns uh did any patterns come out among students
0: uh definitely yeah so i think we took about 10, 20 million assessments. We are running cubes across hundreds and thousands of companies. So um, I think the thing that people most miss out are simpler, actually. You know, one. I think what they miss out on is practice. You know, there are a lot of bright students who don't clear tests because they haven't practiced enough. And I think, you know, these all these exams are predictable. If you, this is not like life. You know, these. Uh, these exams are much more predictable scenarios so before you give any assessment or if there's a dream company that you want to work for you know find out what kind of assessment they take and practice that kind of assessment and i think if you end up going into the exam with practice you have a much higher chance of clearing it than you know if you're only an intelligent person attempting it for the first time because that's not what these exams are measuring they're measuring you know whether you can solve a limited number of problems in you know uh, in a limited time in limited time so i think practice is one thing that i saw a lot of students miss out on because of which you know they couldn't clear cut off in one exam or the other uh, i think this is one the other thing that i don't see students doing enough is you know students are in college and they think our company aayegi e, and I'm exam ke liye bethenge. you know so they are waiting for a job to come to them uh, and we, and And if they get a job, they are happy because it's what has been sold to everybody. You know, I see very few students trying to say, hey, this is what I want to do. And this is the kind of company I want. And let me spend some time doing research on companies which are not coming to campus. You know, I think one of the best experiences you can have early on in your career is to work for a small company. This necessarily doesn't need to be a startup. But I'm saying a company, you know, which is between 100 to 500 people, where people know each other, the company is still growing. Uh, And I think a lot of such companies don't go and do campus hiring. So, the onus remains about the student to find such a company. And I don't see many students doing
1: that. Absolutely. And as you mentioned, it has been sold to us. Yes. Finish your education, get into a job. Please talk about the average mindset or the middle-class mindset as you have put it in uh, your
0: book? Look, uh, absolutely. So, I, I belong to a middle-class family. And, you know, what is, at least my upbringing was, you know, 10th class, 10th match number lay everything will be good. You know, 12th match lay everything will be good. Achse, college javo, everything will be good. Uh, job lel, everything will be good. You know, shadi karlo Ay, achha hoga. you know, sab And, you know, it's like, it's like, you do this and after that, it will become better. And I think uh, this progressiveness is part of our education system. You no, will go to second, third, 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 fourth, fourth, fifth. This will continue. That This is a continuum. But I don't think it is the case. For If we allow our children and kids to be more curious, um, I, I think you can break this mindset um, and do better in life. You don't need to Have a 4 lakh rupee job and then have a 4.4 lakh rupee job, then have a 5.5 lakh rupee job and then continue down this path. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this path. I'm just saying that this safe path is not the only option. There are other options that you can take. But you have to look harder and you have to break the thinking that has been imposed on you.
1: Absolutely. It has a lot to do with the conditioning as well. Correct. Apart from this, uh, do you see any other... uh, Gaps in the current formal education system?
0: Uh, look, our current education system is from the industrial age, right? It was uh, uh, made to produce clerks. So, uh, to produce clerks. And so, you know, if we wish for people to be part of the machinery, we wish for them to do what has been told, then the current education system works well. You know, there's a beautiful book called Summerhill Hill by A.S. Neal. Summer Hill is, is the oldest free school in the world. As old as Shanti Niketan, I think. And there is a quote in it, you know, which AS Neal says that, you know, most of us want to raise our kids like dogs. What does it mean? It's a controversial quote, you know, beta idhar aao namaste. Right? Uh, right. That is what we want. But we should expect and raise our kids to be like cats, so that they have their own character, that they do whatever they want to do. But this scares most of us. So, you know, and our education system is made to produce obedient People. Um, if we want our kids to be curious, if we want our children to be bold, then we have to follow their curiosity. You know, we need an education system where asking the right question is more valuable than giving the right answer. Uh, and all of this requires that uh, trust our children a lot.
1: So, I read this somewhere that we start school uh, with a lot of questions, but we end up becoming answering machines. Correct. What do you think is the role of parents and teachers in uh, changing all this?
0: I think parents and teachers have a very, very large role because, you know, when a child is growing up, then they create 90% of the environment. So I think they play the most important role. Um, Actually, if I take two incidents that actually changed my life, you know, one was in uh, class 7th. You know, I was an average student. You know, I always used to get between 60 to 70%. I remember taking, you know, uh, report cards home and, uh, you know, waiting And, you know, I, I didn't believe. I thought I was an average student. And I remember this seventh class parent-teacher meeting and, you know, parents walking me uh, to the parent-teacher meeting and meeting the class teacher. And the class teacher was... Uh, uh, was an English teacher uh, and you know she said to my parents for the first time you know uh, Harpreet is a good student he knows English well uh, and he's a good student I remember this line that he's a good student and you know this particular line just inspired me with confidence you know it actually told me that I could be something in life that I could do something that I was not average nothing wrong with average but I'm thinking at that point average is drilled into you saying it's a bad word but, you know, for the first time, I realized that I had capability and I think that has had a profound effect on, you know, where I've come in my life. Uh, so, you know, this is an example of how teachers can, even through words and not even teaching, do so much uh, uh, for kids and create the right environment. The second example, you know, that I remember is, you know, when I was preparing for IIT and uh, I wasn't really serious in preparing. And I used to tell my mom, I want to go play table tennis in the club. And she would say, jana, mein And I used to go and not come back for three, four hours. And I used to keep playing, playing, playing. And you know, she said, Ki, karo, Then one day, you know, I said, I'm going. And she said, okay. And you know, I, instead of one hour, played two, three hours. And then as, just as I was coming down, this club was five kilometers away. This is a time when, you know, we went on six, rickshaws and cycles. Uh, as I was coming down from the wooden stairs, I saw my mom sitting there on a chair. And I think she had been sitting there for two, three hours. Like she didn't home So mom came to a and she sat down And you know, I felt just as ashamed of that. She uh, wants me to do well. And she's taking these pains to communicate a message to me. And I am not understanding. So Actually, that day I became serious about preparing for IIT. Uh, and you know, eventually got into IIT Bombay. So uh, the point I wanted to make was I think the role of parents and teachers is like extremely important in the life of a child.
1: Very true. Uh, We see a lot of um, holdings outside educational institutions. I recently came across this saying, be job ready in X months. Hmm. What is your definition of being job ready? Because it is not just subject matter expertise. There are a lot of things that actually defines being job ready.
0: Oh, I agree with you yeah. but uh, look if you think that let's say who's a good teacher right one who knows the subject let's say the chemistry so who's a good teacher is there a chemistry is he a good teacher uh, or the, is there a person who can communicate really well is he a good teacher you know so who would you who would like to be taught from somebody who knows the subject matter but doesn't have good communication skills. somebody who has great communication skill but knows you know chemistry average The point is there is no right answer there. You need both of them very well for a teacher to be a rock star teacher, right? You know, he should know the subject and he or she should be able to communicate well. The reason I mention this is that to be excellent in a job, you need multiple things, right? Uh, You need to have everything to be excellent in your job. But the question you ask and what people advertise is job ready. So, job-ready is subjective. You know, what is job-ready for TCS might not be job-ready for Amazon. That might not be job-ready for Google, might not be job-ready for another startup, right? So, you know, job excellence needs a lot of things. Job-ready is actually very subjective and depends from company to company. I think it's difficult to find the perfect candidate for each job. Both soft skills and hard skills are important. Most institutes impart you with... Generally, the hard skills leave out the soft skills. But I think, you know, as an individual, you should have enough of both to be good at a job.
1: That's true. What would be your um, advice to the uh, youth who aspire to make a difference to the country and to the world?
0: Yeah, you make this sound like this is coming from an old man. I'm not that old. Quite youthful. (laughs) So... Uh,
1: but you have a lot of experience.
0: That is true. That doesn't make me old. So, so I'm saying, but uh, I'm just kidding here. Uh, but let me share that. Why that my father gave me when I was little. You know, he told me a poem which I remember quite well. And I say to myself, uh, myself quite often. You know, it goes like uh, uh, he said, uh, day by day in every way, I am becoming better and better. You know, it is four lines uh, that my father told me. And I think this is a good way to live life. Uh, Day by day, in every way, I'm becoming better and better. And if you can continue to learn, if you can continue to learn every day, then I think you'll be excited every day and you'll become better and better. And as we become a better version of ourselves, you know, we can look back and see that we have gone so far. Not in terms of where society wants us to go, but where we want to go. So, you know, I would say to anyone who's listening this, don't leave your fate in the hands of your parents or your college or your company. You know, take charge of your life. Become better every day in the direction you want to go go in. Uh, You know, you only have one life to live. So, you know, make it count. You know, do not go gentle into the night and do whatever you think you want to do.
1: That's wonderful, Harpreet. Coming back to your uh, book, Let's Build a Company. Uh, minus the bullshit. Yeah. So I loved one chapter called We Do Things Just Because We Can. Yeah. It has changed a lot of uh, things for me. So would you like to talk about it?
0: Uh, uh, you know, I, I actually thought about it once I was on a flight to meet a client in Chennai. I had only one meeting that day and I was flying from Gurgaon to Chennai for that meeting and I realized that I'm You know, I'm actually, this is a client, is an important client. But maybe I could have just done this over the phone or maybe the local person could have done it. But, you know, I am able to fly from, because I'm able to fly from Delhi to Chennai because technology has advanced. Hence, I'm doing and making this trip. If Delhi to Chennai took five days, maybe neither the client will ask me to come and neither would I think I need to go. And maybe business will still happen. You know So I think we do a lot of things in our lives just because we can because the phone is in our hands because you know we are sometimes too afraid to be idle, both in body and mind. We do a lot of things and I think it is good to step back, reflect on why we are doing what we are doing rather than just continue to do. Uh, you know that's the message at least that I wanted to communicate when I wrote that chapter.
1: That's beautiful. Thanks a lot. It has been a wonderful discussion and very insightful.
0: Hey, thank you, Gautam. You know, all the best. And uh, to anybody who's listening this, listen to this, Happy New Year. Wish you the very best and I hope you guys have a adventurous year ahead. Right?
1: Thanks, Apreet. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please share it with others. I'll see you in the next episode.